Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. You are now listening to episode 51 of the show. We had our milestone 50 last week, and then we are one week away from our year anniversary next week. How are you this week, Matt? Oh, I'm doing great. Just uh, these weeks keep going by faster and faster, and I feel like we just recorded the last episode yesterday. I think we're kind of on a good roll the past couple weeks. Yeah, we have a good system going with um, our usual topics, and we'll add one or two depending on what's going on during that week. Yeah. With this week being uh, the NBA draft, I know you want to get into it a little bit, with uh, especially with all the Sixers dealings. Doc Rivers getting some of his guys in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's more stuff that I saw today as well. Um, before we get into that, uh, the sports stuff, what's been going on with you in life? Anything new or same old shit? Uh, just the grind work. Um, they've been giving me a couple more days off every now and then now, just circumventing my soccer schedule. But the the youth leagues are wrapping up after this weekend. Or I just had to do some texting with other coaches in the leagues. We're just scrapping games left and right. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to play in the cold. Uh, the coach didn't want to come down two weeks to play us. We were scheduled December the 5th to be our official last game, but he, him and the parents decided they don't want to play, so they're going to forfeit, and that's going to make it easier for me, so I don't have to go out there and deal with 20 knuckleheads Yeah, constantly just looking at the sky and <laughs> ra- wrestling each other. And uh, that's, uh, I think, if I just really need to put more time into planning these things and researching what specifically needs to be going on at these practices rather than what I think should go on. Right. Well, I mean, it's a learning experience and it's quite an undertaking. I, I respect you a lot for doing that type of thing because it, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard to, to teach younger to kid, you know, sorry, I'm having a stroke. Those kids are mm-hmm. young, man. They're really young. And yep, seven, eight years old. And, and and soccer is a really complicated game, especially when you want to understand it on, on the level that, that we understand it and enjoy it. So, you know, it takes a lot of, one, patience, and two, um, there's there's definitely a level of skill to it. So I applaud you, and it, it'll get easier, I think, as time goes on. And hopefully you get older kids as well, you know? Yep, that that won't probably happen until next fall. So the springtime will wrap around, and we'll we'll um, both teams will move up flights due to how successful they've done in the fall. The young boys are going for an undefeated season, and my the older boys that I focus on since we don't have a uh, a coach, parent coach, so I go to every game. Uh, we'll, we will finish, I think, five one and one if we win this weekend. So All both right, good uh, seasons. Solid. Yeah, not too many, not too many bad things. We've switched halfway through the season to a two-three-one since they play seven v seven. Yeah, uh, we 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 usually went with a three-two-one just to have good structure. But I'm I was confident in the kids that we could press higher up, and we have a lot of good attacking-minded guys that are good. We have this one Armenian kid. His name is Eric. He's good on both his feet. He's an absolute lethal striker, dude. That's awesome. He's, he's a fiend he's he's i think he's got at least uh 15 goals in the six games really yeah he's an absolute monster he's right? averaging like two and a half goals per game that's sensational yeah he's fucking cracked that's awesome but um, yeah we'll see how it goes in the spring yeah that's good what about you 
Not much, man. I mean, not not really much has been going on. Um, just the school. Just school, school for yeah. The yeah, and it seems like everyone is going back to the pass-fail thing. Like, I've busted my ass to get fucking A's, and I wish they would just have told me this at the beginning of the semester so that I wouldn't kill myself with work because, you know, I, I'm doing assignments that are due at in, at December 15th because I, I want to be done and I want to spend the month with my family, you know? Yes. Um. Which, I mean, I know I'm not required to do that, but I just feel that, you know, I should because who who knows? You never know in this fucking world, like, what's going to happen between now and then in the first place. So mm-hmm. I just want to try and get everything done. So this week I spent, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 hours working on uh, this one massive PowerPoint for, for one of my classes. And then uh, then I just wrote another, like, 10-page paper uh, the yesterday and the day before, and yeah. it's just brutal, man. It's like I don't fucking care. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, that's the. I definitely don't miss writing papers and all that. Staying up late at night for finals. That's one great thing about being on school. And, and I'm I'm a very good test taker, and I don't have to study a lot for that. But I'm an English major, man. I'm a writer, and that's you have to write papers. There, there's just no way around it. And yeah. A lot of the time, it's not write what you want. It's here, write about this. And I'm, I'm writing about Shakespeare. Shakespeare, I don't give a fuck about you, bro. I don't care. I just don't care. I understand that some of it is art, and I enjoy some of it. But I, you know, I don't want to be writing a critical summary uh, about about a play that I don't give a fuck about. I just at this point in the this stage in the game, let's say it, and that means in school and also including everything that's going on in the world, it just lacks importance to me. And I, you know, I busted my ass on it anyway. And I seem like I'm all talk cause I wound up doing it like a fucking idiot anyway, but it's just, it's so annoying. I'm just so tired of it. Yeah. It's easier to write about things that you're passionate about. Things come smoother yeah. on the, off on the paper and, or whether you're typing or not, whatever, whatever you do. Um, so what's your, what's your timeline with schooling? Like, when are you going to be done? Uh, well this, I mean, the pandemic shit fucked me because of scheduling and shit like that. Uh, I probably would have been done this spring, which would have only put me at, you know, I, I took it, I took, uh, I took half a semester off when I was dealing with some personal family shit that happened. Uh, I lost somebody close to me and I was like, fuck man, I, I just, I'm not ready to do a whole semester right now. So back then, whenever that was. 2017 maybe i took uh a whole semester off and that put me behind but i managed to catch myself up well enough uh i'll only be i'll be i'll be graduating a year late but you know that's fine that that happens to a ton of people Mm -hmm. I i should be done by next fall and next fall should only have one or two classes so god willing the world's back to normal I can work a full-time job and take my two classes on my own time. Do you have any idea what you want to do? Um, honestly, no. I don't even think that I want to work uh, a desk job having to do with writing. I don't want to work in publishing. I would like to write, of course. I mean, I, I love it, and I love creating content. So whether it be something along the lines of me doing my own stuff or maybe seeing if there's work in production or something like that. Um, I, I think that's probably where I would want to go. 
Do you ever think about hitting up like Brian Connor for anything like some local pay, like sports or anything like that? If would yeah. that be anything that piques your interest? I mean, yeah, it definitely is, but um, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying things now. Oh no, I I mean that's I, of course I've I've thought about that as well, um, but I think I want to do it on a larger scale. Whereas you know Brian covers high school sports, uh, I would just like to be. It's easier said than done. It sounds corny to say that you want to be, you know, you want to be a sports entertainer and not uh, be attached to any type of thing. But I mean, look at look at podcasters all across the fucking world, and and especially in in this country, you don't have to have a background. You just have to be entertaining. Right. So, I was just saying that as getting a starting grassroots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Background to take to other places and say i've done this here and this is my content i've produced and whatever yeah so so i haven't decided whether it would be something like that that i want would want to start out with or if i want to say fuck it and grind at it on my own and do what i have to do to pay the bills you know i'm a pretty simple guy i don't mind if i have to just grind and do whatever the fuck whether it be construction or you know Mm -hmm. something like that or working in a union that's fine that's you know i don't need anything more than that you give me enough to pay my bills and and uh feed myself that's pretty much all i need yeah if you're ever in if you're ever in a crisis for a job just hit trevor up yeah exactly so yeah i mean i'm just trying to take it a day at a time and i I know somewhere along the lines of what i want to do i'm just hoping you know the world gets back on track and gives me more time to get myself uh aligned with where i want to be all right i think that's a good life update i don't think we went in that in depth in a while no i think it was good and i think a lot of people are probably feeling that same way um so you want to hop into the nba yeah cap draft yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to pop off some of your notes, whatever you got, straight from the dome or whatever. Yeah, so so I have some stuff pulled up. Um, I just wanted to talk um, mainly. Obviously, you saw the number one pick um, was the kid from Georgia, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards. I don't know if you had seen anything about him. Um, yeah, that's the one bad thing about COVID that completely scrapped the whole college basketball season. So I have no, there's no tape or anything unless i seriously look into of them recently playing yeah so so they're really you're right there isn't a lot of tape but i had seen like the day before the draft he said i don't even really like basketball and he's like i can do whatever i want if i got if i got offered an nfl contract i would hang up the shoes and i'd go play that right now mm-hmm. um so that didn't obviously put like a massively great taste in my mouth but um I've seen clips here and there of, of the kid, and he's he's a fucking monster. Like, I'm sure I'll be sick. Um, there wasn't really. Uh, I'm not a Lamelo Ball guy. I I don't right. subscribe to any of the Ball family antics. I don't think any of them are good. I obviously I hate Lavar. I think he's a clown. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think um Lonzo is good. I think he's dog shit. I think the other kid, I've watched his G League tape. I think he's dog shit. What's his name? Leangelo. I think he sucks. Right. Uh, this kid, LaMelo, obviously is playing in Europe. He's probably got the best chance of being good out of all of them, but I don't I don't see him living up to, you know, number three in the draft. 
we shall. Where, did Lonzo, where didn't Lonzo go like top five in his class? Yeah, 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 he did. Was he like two? Yeah. Or something? Yep. And now he's playing, you know, shitty fucking ball with the uh, with the Pelicans. You know, uh, that's a good project to be around. You got Ingram, Zion. Weren't there talks of Drew Holiday leaving? Uh, he's gone. Yeah, he is gone. Yeah, he uh, he's on the box now. That was one of the trades I wanted to talk about. Well, the Bucks are trying to go all out to keep Giannis. Right, uh, as they should, because he did he did make it known that he would leave if if things didn't start to uh, improve situation wise around him. So I get it. I get that you know they're trying to make a move. And do you think he'd go out west? Um, make the West even harder. No, I think he probably. I know this is kind of like stereotypical because this is what everybody else is saying too. But I think the Heat are would be a good fit for Giannis. Yeah, they're a pretty small team. Like a really, really good fit. I think he would be amazing there. Um, he obviously wouldn't have to force the jumpers, and you know he could just kind of play in the post and do what he does best, which is be a complete animal. Um, um going back to Lamelo, um, what do you think about him being drafted by Michael Jordan? I think he fits right in there because Jordan's a fucking psychopath too. Well, didn't Lavar say he could beat Jordan one on one? Yeah, dude, there it's craziness. Like he, that's where that is exactly where that kid belongs. He belongs on that fucking shit organization. If if I'm on that media staff, I'm getting hella contact of Jordan and and Lavar being around each other. I would have already called HBO, like the, literally the minute, and been like, "Listen, I want to televise this game of twenty one. I, you can have the rights for a billion dollars. I just, I mean, I'm like, I want a camera crew on Lavar and oh, all the time, Jordan, all, yeah, like how Portnoy is in Barstool. Like, there, there's cameras always around his him and whatever he's doing. I mean, Lavar's, yeah, Lavar's definitely a personality. Um, I would just say to grow their brand because Charlotte's not a very big market, and I think them getting that out there would help them get more fans. That's probably true, and I think that there's a lot of people that are on this uh, Lamelo train. So, mm-hmm. so who knows? I mean, I was in my, I was talking in a group chat the other day. These guys suck him. These guys are absolutely filleting him. Yeah, like he's a six. He's six eight. He can do it all. Well, we'll see if he can do it all in the NBA. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think any of them are gonna touch how. Zion and Ja impacted the league this yeah, year. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, man. I, I just think that. Um, there's too many six eight guys that can fucking do everything now. Like they're, they're a dime a dozen, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Anthony Edwards that went first is only six three. Right, it's just really short. Um, but he's but he's like two thirty, so he's a pretty beefy guy. Yeah, I mean the six three is my height, and he weighs forty pounds more than me. So that he's got to be really fucking beefy. Um. Hopping over to the Sixers, the Sixers drafted Maxi, the boy from Kentucky. Yes, they did. Six three point guard. Um, they're trying to get them shooters up. We were talking about um, also their trade dealings. They um, they bring in Seth, Seth Curry, yeah, Steph's brother. He's a shooter. Also, he is engaged to Doc's daughter. So that, now that makes even more sense why he got him, just to bring her closer to dad. Yep, and. They got the big move. They got rid of Al Horford just after one year of his Thank big God. deal. Goodbye, Al. Have a I fucking saw, nice life. Yeah. yeah. He goes to um, OKC now, right? 
Yes, which is which is somewhere he will be utilized. I I don't hate Al Horford. I hated him as a Sixer. I think it was moronic that we gave him that deal, and I am glad that he is gone. I don't wish anything bad on him. I know a lot of Sixers fans did. I, I truly don't, but I'm glad to see that he's going to go somewhere where he will, he will, will be utilized and be a veteran presence, and I'm so glad that he's gone. Yeah, I saw it was uh, he had three years remaining for um, $81 million. Unbelievable. Which is insane. Just yeah. disgusting behavior. Um, so yeah, we got Seth Curry, we got Danny Green. I'm not so happy about the Danny Green thing. Um, I'm more so excited for about the Tyrese Maxey uh, pick. I think he could be really, really good. He he was a steal. Uh, he had, he was supposed to go a lot earlier than he did, especially in a lot of the mock draft stuff that I saw. Mm-hmm. So I think it was one of the better things we uh we could have done as an organization. I'm happy so far with the fact that Daryl Morey is at least trying to make some moves. Um, although they are not fantastic, it is better than nothing. Bringing in a lot more shooters so they can help out Simmons and Embiid. That'll be great. I think it'll free up um, Simmons to play more of that slasher role. Mm-hmm. And and obviously Embiid can, can do what he does best in the post. So yep. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this season. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, somehow, some way, magically, that the vaccine is out and I can go and sit in the fucking Wells Fargo and have a Miller Lite and watch my Sixers because huh. it is truly one of my favorite things to do in the world. Currently, right now, the I'm looking at the odds. The Sixers are plus 950 to win the Eastern Conference yeah. and to win the whole thing, they're at plus 2,700. And then also, Lamelo is currently the favorite for Rookie of the Year at plus yeah. 440, Get with them. Anthony Edwards coming in at plus 500 and third. Wow. I don't, I don't know. It all depends on the style of play those teams go and how much they involve those guys and what what veterans they have on the roster. So well, I mean, I think I think Lamelo going to Charlotte's huge because who they who's their all stars? I I can't even name one player right now. Terry Rozier, <laughs> that's their best player. <laughs> I mean, then there you go. He's going to get a lot of the ball. Yeah, of, uh, of course. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm just interested to see how the season pans out. It's going to be really uh, different, I think. Yeah, we got Chris Paul going to the Suns. Yep. He's there now with getting giving some help to um, Booker. That's a great and, trade. And then also um, bad news for Clay. Clay towards ACL again. I think, what was it? Was it the same knee or is it the leg? Uh, from the Achilles. I'm not exactly sure, but I know he he tore. It's his Achilles that's torn. Yeah, it's his Achilles. Yeah, so he's done again now. It sucks, man. I mean, Clay was Clay is such an awesome player. He's so talented. Um, I, I mean, I didn't. I don't want to see the Warriors era ever again. Frankly, it, I I you think, don't like the super teams. No, it's not that I don't like the super teams. There's just something about Steph, and there's something about Clay too. I just hated that the, the showsmanship. I just hated it. I really fucking hated it. And it's not fair for me to hate it because LeBron was the same way in Miami with with Wade and Bosch. Yeah, they and, originated it for right. our era. Yeah. And I just there was something about it that I didn't like it. It was hipster new age. Everyone was a Warriors fan out of nowhere. And it really fucking grinded my gears. Um 
But but that being said, I of course I didn't want to see Clay get injured again. That really sucks. Um, so I'm wishing Clay and the Warriors, I guess in general, a recovery. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how his future lasts in the league now that he's got the the injury bug and how much teams put into him for contracts. Excuse me, I had to lean away from my mic to sneeze. Jesus, my allergies have been going ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I I still knock on wood haven't gotten a cold yet or anything. I I haven't had a cold, thank God, but my allergies have just been like. Uh, around six, from six to nine p.m. every night for the past week, I've been sneezing. My nose has been running. My eyes get puffy. It's so weird. I don't know what it is, and it goes away before I go to bed. Um. So yeah. Is there anything else for the NBA you wanted to touch? Not really. Uh, there was a trade today that uh, sent Enos Cancer to the Trailblazers. It was a three-way. Uh, the Grizzlies are acquiring Mario Hazonia and the draft rights to Desmond Bain, who is the number 30 overall pick. And the Celtics get uh, the right to acquire future draft picks. And Kelly Oubre went to the Warriors as well. Um, that That's unofficial, but we'll see. Woj is on the scenes. Indeed he is. Yeah, he's he's gone crazy. Um, I wanted to touch on college football real quick, Ohio State. After uh, a week off, unfortunately, due to Maryland having COVID issues, um, they come up in a top 10 matchup against Indiana, both undefeated in the east eastern side of the Big Ten Conference. Uh, Ohio State are minus 20 and a half right now. Uh, game kicks off at 1210 tomorrow. Uh, I will be working, unfortunately, so I will be driving the whole time, blasting the game on my phone. Um, Ohio State... Uh, you can really say here if they win this game, they're, they they made, they punched their ticket to the championship game on the 19th of December. Uh, Indiana is their last big hump, really, because Michigan's just down the toilet bowl, one and three now, and then even worse, Penn State's zero oh and four. Oh my! And th- and those two play each other uh, next week, so we'll see if Penn State even gets a win this season, which would be hilarious. Yeah. Because they they um resigned Franklin recently, and now there's talks of him potentially leaving and going to USC. So he literally just robbed the school of money, and oh. he's just gonna leave. Fucking beast! Oh my god! I mean, shout out to him for doing the moves. I but... can respect winning a bag. Uh yeah. So I don't know if there's any upsets on the line this week. I mean, anything can happen in college football. Clemson are playing Florida State. 35 and a half point favorites. I believe Trevor Lawrence is back now after his COVID. Um, no really big matchups that I'm seeing that are going to be crazy. USC, Utah, that might be the, the biggest game. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State. That's a good one too tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, college football is still kicking on. Uh, I also saw we were, we've were we been seeing um, COVID restrictions in New Jersey get a little stricter and i saw a bunch of videos today about pennsylvania's restrictions getting doing the same thing where there were talks that all football teams the players would have to wear masks while on the field during play and adam scheffner came in off the top rope and dismissed all or debunked all that and said in article three or whatever in the in the rules like the players on the field don't have to wear masks it's all ridiculous to me because if this virus truly is dangerous, 
we wouldn't be playing sports in the first place, right? The leagues and the uh, hierarchy and all that would take the players' health seriously and just stop playing it. But they carry on doing what they can to keep the games going on every week to week just to make that TV money. Because if they don't do that, the league's going to lose a fuckload of money and everybody's going to be upset. Yeah, I mean, I just... So when did Schefter tweet that? Because I saw I saw the, the, the mumblings earlier today. Yeah, I saw... Uh, Pat McAfee did his show today, this morning. There, they were doing all the talking about the Washington Post and all these news outlets posting whatever they can to get clicks, and most of it was pretty much false. And then Scheffner did some did some digging, talking to the governor and that, and he found out that you know they don't actually have to do that yet. But I'm just saying, if you're an at like if you put yourself as an athlete in a high level competition like that and you now have to wear a face mask that is only like nothing comes out the one end so you're constantly breathing in your own air and you're you're exerting so much energy especially if you're a lineman holding somebody off or pushing somebody back like you're gonna like suffocate or hyperventilate or something's gonna happen which is putting you at a higher risk than all the covid stuff yeah, I mean, it's players get true. tested every other day. Yeah, I just uh, I don't I don't understand why now. I know this is a simple way to look at it. I don't understand why now you would make the decision to care, right? Essentially care because before the the COVID restrictions in the NFL were extraordinarily lax and whatever. I mean, no one's fucking died, right? In the NFL, as that I know, has anyone died? No. Those guys are 350 pounds, dude. Some of them are fucking massively obese. And a ton of them have heart conditions already because of how fat they are. No one has died from getting COVID. And there's, uh, as much as I know that, of course, it can be transmitted during play, like we know that, right? COVID is just transmitted through breath. Um, they say there's no stat statistics on that, but we all know that, of course, it can be transmitted during play. But there's no evidence that it has happened yet. So as the NFL, you really, I feel like, can't say, okay, if you're in Philly, you just have to wear masks. And I know it's a state mandate, but, I mean, come on. I mean, Governor Murphy in New Jersey is now making you limit how many people you can have in your house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, well... He's 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 it's an it's a suggestion though. I mean, are that you think the feds are gonna roll by? Because I don't. No, they're not heavily enforced. But by him just stating that is literally just putting his ideas out there on the table. Like, oh, he's saying this, and it happens. Like, how much further will he go? But I well, mean, he, you you can't do it on a massive level like that. There's not enough law enforcement to carry those things out. Like, they're not gonna go house to house checking. Oh, okay, yep. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean what? that that's like they have, they have their own families. Right. They don't yeah, of course. And and that's that's where I start to have an issue when you're taking away my freedom to do what I want. Um and while I think that it's fine to be responsible, of course. Like of course I, I would advise everybody to be responsible, especially if you have, you know, elderly people. You don't want them getting COVID because they do have a higher chance of, of getting falling ill and maybe dying. Um but but it, it, if you're not 
imposing on my freedom and and you just want to impose your thought on me whatever man I, I don't have to listen to you that's also my right um but if you're if you're gonna take action to impose on my freedom that's where i have a problem mm-hmm. so i mean phil you can tell me whatever you want uh i don't have to listen to you or care uh i'm gonna do what i feel is right and as an educated man i will do what i think is you know best for me and the people that surround me yeah a bunch of business owners are organizing like peaceful protests in uh all around the state just showing how they oppose what he's doing and all that like Uh, yeah if you're if you're a business owner and we're going back into the dark ages of lockdown to where all these businesses are getting chokehold in a chokehold slowly dying out because they're not making money they're having to fire people all these bad things are happening and they don't even like they're so out of touch and they don't even realize what's going on at the at the ground level yeah like something needs to happen like if you're a very if you're a willing participant to come in my business and take that risk and i'm open and i'm willing to have you come in here it's on your own free will like let it happen nobody else has to be involved it's me and you yeah we're making a transaction whether it's food a service of some sort or whatever. Right. I, I, I agree with you. I totally do. I mean, it, it, it's got to be up to a personal human uh, decision. That's the only way that we're going to be able to economically keep any semblance of, you know, I don't want to say success because it's truly not economic success. It, it's just staying above water, you know? Well, I see the stock market's still surprisingly going up. Like it's it's steady. It's not like massively tanking or anything. Like yeah, because of all the Biden things and Trump still hasn't conceded and all that. And I think that'll carry on for the next few weeks until the certification date on December fourteenth. Yeah. Uh, well, that'll be when everything erupts. I think Christmas this year is going to be an absolute firecracker when it comes to politics. Like. It's either going to go one way or the other, and I think one side's going to be uglier than the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's what, that's the last thing I have to say on that. All right. Um, do you want to briefly touch on the soccer and everything? I know we talked about more all these games in depth last week, but any last-minute changes with injury news and people getting COVID? I know Salah got retested, and he has COVID again, so he'll be out for the side. Yeah. Last year. So not, the, the, the betting odds probably have changed. Yeah, nothing, nothing super crazy for me. Um, obviously, I've seen some of the stuff, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look into it too much. I'm gonna go with with what I thought uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't think I'm gonna bet this week. I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I'm not gonna bet on uh, on soccer. Uh, yeah. I want to, I want to just test, and I've made some picks. I want to see how they do. And next week, I may make a return to Premier League soccer. It's always funky after an international break. You never can really uh, accurately figure it out. Yeah, the Chelsea game in particular is very shaky. Pulisic is out. Havertz is out with the COVID. And Thiago Silva only got back yesterday from international duty, so he'll be out of the side. Um, a lot of a lot of missing pieces. Uh, other guys have to step in. It'll be interesting to see how that game is with Newcastle. Um, Liverpool, obviously, with their injury woes and COVID and all that. Leicester is still sitting at a plus 290. Yep. Um, pretty good value there. And um, 
other than that, everything's pretty pretty chalk. Yeah. Pick and face. Tottenham also plus three hundred against City. Um, that's another good one if you want to look at that. Um, other than that, uh, sports wise, I don't really have anything else to say. What yeah. about you? No, n- not really anything, man. I'm just kind of um chilling, trying to mm-hmm. get life. It together, I guess. I don't even know. Uh, I think we can close on this. Uh, I just wanted to um, condolences. I, I'm sure you heard about the story that uh, we lost somebody last weekend in a, a bad accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, to to the Braun family, uh, condolences, and it's a massive loss that nobody would have expected, and. It's one of the hardest things to lose a child before you go. So I can't even imagine the the burden of that. Uh, to all his friends, um, I wasn't the closest to Presley, but he was still a good guy, and you could tell like he was a good person to be around. He would always be the life of life in the room. Um, his smile brought everybody smiles on everybody else's faces, and um, the way he went out was unjust and just one mistake and everything was taken away. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's brutal. That was really hard news to uh that was hard news to hear and my my heart goes out to his family as well and his friends. I mean, at present I haven't been we weren't tight since, you know, probably early years of high school and late middle school, but back then we we were pretty tight, you know, we hung out a lot and he was always a nice kid. He had never uh done really anything <laughs> wrong to anyone. It was mm-hmm. just a nice kid, and it was always all smiles. Uh, and it is unfortunate, man. It is a, it is a terrible loss. Um, but my heart goes out to everybody. Um, it's a shame, man. It's just not fair. Yeah, I know the the viewing is tomorrow at yeah. the the golf club up here. Yeah. Um, I just wanted. To, I know it's a bad note to end on, sad note, but I just really wanted to put that out there and say that because it was. It had. I think it had to have been said. Yeah, of course, I agree. Um, other than that, um, thank you again for listening. Episode fifty-one has concluded. Um, my mom is yelling at me. So go, go, go ahead. I'll I'll close it out. So uh, yeah, Evan, you can wrap it up. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Um, yeah, guys, thank you again for listening. Make sure you check us out on our socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I don't even remember what other socials we're on. Obviously, we are Post 20 Podcast on Spotify, iTunes Podcast, or Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud. Um, take care of yourselves this this upcoming week. Um, enjoy Thanksgiving. I think that will be before we do the next show. And... Uh, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, I think Matt and I are enjoying doing the show more than ever. Uh, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I know we're having a good time. So thank you guys all for being a part of the process. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you soon. Stay safe.